Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we're going to talk public service and education here with HGSE's 2015 convocation speaker, Roberto Rodriguez, who is also an alum of the school, EDM 1998, also deputy assistant to President Obama for education. Uh, Mr. Rodriguez, congratulations and welcome to the EdCast. Thank you, Matt. Happy to be here with you. So in about 30 minutes... Not too far from where we're sitting, you're going to take the stage to inspire a new generation of HGSE students. Quick teaser for people who maybe aren't going to be there or who weren't there. What are you going to talk about today and what, what went into crafting this message for a new generation of educators? Well, the ed school is a special place for me, Matt. You know, I, it's a time uh, I spent my formative years here debating the education issues of our time, uh, making new friendships. Uh, really uh, engaging in the work of change, uh, the work of uh, opening opportunity uh, in our schools and throughout our education system for uh, students of all ages from uh, birth all the way through adulthood. Uh, and uh, that's still the work that we have yet to do. Uh, that's the unfinished business. Uh, and we believe that's directly related to the ability to live the American dream. Education is a testament to uh, our ability to provide opportunity for for all uh, in our great democracy. So I'm excited to reflect on that. I think this year's graduates are entering a exciting time uh, in our education system. It's a time of uh, unparalleled innovation and change. Uh, it's a time where we're uh, designing new pedagogies, pioneering new approaches to teaching and learning. Uh, and it's a time when we're really um, rebooting our education system to meet the needs of our 21st century learners, to make sure that our instruction is more tailored to their needs, their interests. Uh, that's, that's a challenge for us. Uh, that's a challenge I hope uh, all of the graduates today will be able to seize. So I'm curious what, what excites you. You don't have to say the most exciting thing, but, it, but in the field, you know, people are going to go off into all these different sort of sectors of, of education and many sectors that blend together. What are a few things that really excite you about what educators are doing now? Well, I think uh, the use of technology in our schools uh, and uh, the use of technology and to shape a broader ecosystem of teaching and learning. Uh, for our students to help them engage where they are, meet them where they are in their communities, uh, is a really exciting frontier uh, in our system. Take us back to 1998 yes. when you graduated. Uh, do you remember your convocation speaker, and, and does that put pressure on you trying to be extra memorable today? And talk about your time here, uh, getting your degree, your master's degree, some of the lasting impressions that the school had on you, some faculty members, and then what the commencement, it, you're kind of, it's a homecoming of sorts. You're coming back as an alum to bestow upon them wisdom that you've gained from leaving the ed school. Yes, it is a homecoming, and uh, uh, I had such a wonderful time uh, pursuing my studies here and my degree uh, and really making new friendships and um, uh, learning from and contributing to a, a rich and unparalleled uh, learning environment and, and learning community here at Hugsey. It's It was just a, it was a wonderful time for me. Uh, I took classes that ranged from education policy in the Kennedy School to um, really delving into the uh, adolescent development and risk and prevention 
uh, and resilience uh, of our adolescents, which I think is a really important topic, particularly for graduates of human development and psychology today, to think about how do we really build up that grit, that persistence, that determination in our young people, that growth mindset for them to be able to uh, really reach their full potential. Uh, you know, and I came uh, really, uh, you know, at a time in my life where I was impatient for change. Uh, I came uh, after working in communities in Detroit, uh, seeing students left behind, uh, and with a real hunger to remedy those inequities, uh, to address that injustice in our system. And, you know, we've come a long way, uh, and we have uh, a lot uh, of uh, great things that we can point to. I think we're at the uh, pinnacle of our, high of our high school graduation rate. It's the highest uh, on record. We have more students enrolling in higher education today than ever before. Uh, and uh, we're doing more to bring down that dropout rate. We're seeing uh, that rate uh, fall, which is a wonderful sign of hope and opportunity. But there is a lot of unfinished business. Uh, and there's a lot more we have yet to do to make sure that we provide that opportunity uh, for all of our students to receive really a complete and competitive education that will prepare them for success. Uh, so that's the work of, uh, of, of the graduates today. Uh, and that was the work and the charge that I seized coming, uh, coming out of the ed school. I, I think a lot of people will just be inspired by what you've done since leaving the ed school. I mean, in 1998, you, you leave... Um, with your Harvard Ed School diploma and 2015 your deputy assistant to President Barack Obama. Just uh, share a little bit about what happened between 98 and 2015 so that people who maybe don't know your story might be uh, find some inspiration in, in that journey. Sure, it's been an inspirational journey for me. Uh, and I have been blessed with um, amazing opportunities and mentors along the way that uh, taught me uh, such important lessons about how to live my vocation. Uh, and I'll talk about that uh, this afternoon uh, because for, for us education, it's not just a profession, it's not just a career. It really is a calling uh, to serve others. Uh, it's a calling to work for change and for um, really doing more to uh, capture what we need to do to improve opportunity in our system. Uh, so I moved from the time I came from the ed school, uh, I uh, went on to work in civil rights uh, in, in Washington, D.C. at a national uh, organization dedicated to improving life opportunities to reducing poverty to the, for the Latino community, the National Council of Raza. And it was a wonderful opportunity to really mix the uh, programs, whether it were college, college readiness programs, Head Start programs, after-school tutoring programs. Uh, with the policy frontier that, that really needed to be addressed at that time. You know, we had a federal education law that uh, didn't account for all learners. Uh, we had uh, programs at the federal level that had been built up from the Great Society forward, uh, but that weren't reaching their full potential relative to making sure that they were attending to outcomes to, and really delivering all they could uh, for all the families that they served. So. We were strong advocates for that, uh, and that path led me to work on the reauthorization of the Elementary and Secondary Education Act, uh, and ultimately led me uh, to the doors of, uh, of the late Senator Kennedy, who was then chairman of our Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee in the Senate. Uh, 
and uh, I served uh, and worked for the senator for eight years, ultimately as his chief education counsel. Uh, and we shepherded through uh, legislation ranging from No Child Left Behind to the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, Reauthorization and Higher Education Act, and Head Start and Education Science Reform and so many more. Uh, it was a wonderful opportunity to really uh, learn firsthand about education policy, uh, to negotiate, to uh, build common ground with um, those that might differ in their approach to tackling the challenges of the day, uh, but where if you could find a common goal and a common objective, uh, that was a foundation from which to build a solution. Uh, we were a tremendously productive committee. You know, we, we enacted over six pieces of, of major federal education law over eight years. Uh, and uh, my hope is that the Senate will be able to continue to, and Congress will be able to uh, continue to work in that productive manner. Because when it comes to the uh, fate of uh, our young people, that's not a Republican or a Democratic uh, uh, ideology or philosophy that has to be about uh, about helping them succeed, and that was really exciting to lead me directly into uh, at, into the White House. I first met our president when he served as a junior senator on our committee uh, in the Senate. Uh, I quickly learned of his passion for uh, change and for opportunity in education, and that's what inspired me uh, to um, to join his administration to join him at the White House, and I've been there for the last six years. Uh, really working to foster a agenda for innovation uh, and for improving outcomes, uh, particularly for our learners that um, need the greatest attention and help. The last minute of the show, um, a little bit about what you hope to do next. Goals, I mean, your career is far from over, even though right now everything you've done could make up a, any great career. Uh, what, are you, what are you hoping is next uh, for, for what you want to plan to devote the rest of your sort of vocational career towards uh, uh, moving forward in the next 5, 10, 20 years? Right, man. Well, I'm, I still feel we have a lot of uh, work that is unfinished uh, uh, at the federal level. And uh, I'm excited about the next 18 months that we have as an administration to really advance that work. You know, we're doing more to make sure that we're uh, making college more affordable and accessible for more of our learners. Uh, we have uh, great new opportunities to uh, open a new conversation and a new debate around how we can provide free higher education access, free community college for all of our learners. Uh, there's another big frontier that I'm very excited about, which is doing more to make sure that we get more of our youngest children into high-quality preschool. Uh, you know, we're 25th in the world today. Uh, we, can, we can change that. Uh, we can do more to provide those foundational uh, supports in the earliest years of a child's life that really make all the difference for their success. So, uh, and we, and I'm, I'm, I know I will continue to serve this cause. Uh, as I said, I think for me, this is not a profession. It really is a vocation. Uh, and it's a calling, and whether I continue to work you know, at the federal level or at the state or local level on these issues, uh, you know, th th this is such a rewarding uh, career. It's been a rewarding journey for me. Uh, and I'm so excited about what, uh, what's yet to come. I think the uh, potential for really transforming how we reach, engage, and help learners um, meet their full academic potential uh, 
um, with new tech, new technologies, with new approaches to uh, uh, to designing, uh, teaching, and learning, uh, project-based learning, uh, doing more to foster inquiry and curiosity and innovation and 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 problem solving in our youth. That's that's something that really ignites my uh, interests, and uh, and I want to continue working on. Rupert Rodriguez, we're very proud to call you our alum, and uh, you're going to definitely hit a big grand slam in about 15 minutes. Thanks for being on the EdCast. Thanks so much. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening.